healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the next one. Welcome back to the basement. Filling these covers here now, tuning in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I am your host, Kevin. As usual, we are so happy to have you down here yet again. Hope you're Staying dry, staying warm and all that. Uh, Listen to some good music this past week. And uh, kicking off this week with a real special episode that we've been sort of talking about doing for a long time. Over over the course of six years of doing this site, um, we have uh, tried to split a little bit between covering national touring bands and covering local music because we are here in D.C. That is, this is our home. This is where our heart is. And... Um, and we do it out in the live scene. Mauricio and Matt are doing it out there. And we do it here on the podcast where we'll, uh, you know, if we're covering somebody like Chris Stapleton, we might pair it with, say, Justin Jones, the track at the end. Get, get a little look, a little peek into um, into what's going on here in, in our home uh, so people outside can, uh, you know, maybe they're enticed. Maybe they'll be, maybe they'll want to check it out a little more. Um, but one thing we have never done is dedicate, like, say, an entire episode of the podcast just to local music. So that's what we're doing now. Uh, this week is the first one of these. We're going to do one a month, and we're going to put together panels as we go through this to basically just bring a track, and uh, hopefully most of us have never heard it, and uh, play it. Advocate for your favorite band. And uh, so uh, it went It went great. <laughs> I'm going to say this. We had some cancellations. We were supposed to have Jamal Gray here, our good friend Jamal Gray, here in his music right now underneath this. And, uh, and you know, Marcus Dowling. Uh, but sometimes, you know, life happens, it gets in the way. But it turns out, uh, made a new friend, had an old friend over here. Uh, Philip Bassnight from the band Broke Royals swung by. And uh, my, my dear, dear friend, Mr. Paul Vodra, who, uh, who you'll hear me say in a few minutes, too. We are completely ripping him off with this. He runs Hometown Sounds. Uh, with Tony Pareko and and they if you want to know what's going on in DC music and you want to get a sampling of it uh, a, a healthy uh, hefty sampling of it every two weeks and then on the site daily with uh, videos that people are putting out it's hometown sounds that's that's it they, they've been consistently doing the best job for, for uh, about as long as us I think a long time and uh, and me and Paul are are, are really good friends, and I haven't seen him in a while, so it's been it was great to have him over. And uh, basically, we just sat down, we threw back some beers, and played some tracks for each other. And that's it. It's not like a normal podcast; it's not what we normally do. Uh, but it, man, it felt good. So uh, that's what that's what we're looking forward to. Got about five tracks here uh, for you to check out. Going to have some info in the show notes so you can check out the bands more if you like what you hear. And uh, that's it. So if you're ready, let's head on down to the basement and uh, kick things off. Hanging out with uh, my friend Paul Vodra, my friend Paul Bassnight, talking about DC music and uh, how much it slays. (laughs) I mean, we have intentions, right? But we need, like... Sometimes, (laughs) Sometimes, <laughs> because I'm old, I need shit parsed. <laughs> what if Migos was from DC? What would it sound like? <sighs> Could Migos exist in DC? I don't think so. I don't think it's so. Right either. there. No. It's just because Atlanta. It's Atlanta. I mean, the production. It's. I don't know how. I haven't looked at the the notes enough, but the liner notes. But it's probably some DJ Mustard. It definitely sounds like DJ oh, yeah. Mustard. Even Metro Boomin sounds like DJ Mustard on this one. And, like, again, I haven't looked at who did what, but just from, like, two half listens. It's very Atlanta. It's sparse, which I think is going to continue to be big for mm-hmm. a while. And it's a vibe. I mean, it's got, like, you can... The, the tempos don't change that much, so you don't even know when the song changes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's for just an hour and 40 minutes yeah seriously i mean and then, yeah it, it follows the streaming laws of you know the more tracks the better because when you're streaming you're streaming and like yeah it doesn't matter they're not putting this on a you know on three vinyl albums why not <laughs> are we Put sure up 24 tracks well maybe they are but I'm sure they will in <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they were uh the first voice you heard is uh philip what's your last name philip bass night huh bass, bass night? night yep uh, from the band Broke Royals, amongst other things, mm-hmm. right here in D.C. And uh, the other voice you heard creeping in there is my good friend Paul Voder. Paul, you have not been down here for so long. It's terrible. It's, it is terrible. I'm so uh, happy to be back down here. You know, it, it is because of the heated competition we have between <laughs> putting each other on blast. And I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. But uh, Are we no, beefing? Are we not beefing? I don't know. <laughs> what is beef? Uh, beef is actually my new favorite word for anything. <laughs> Like can just beef say, exist in DC? Can be, yeah, or like, but just saying things like like that's beefy. Mm, it's it has beefy. so many like disgusting connotations. Yeah, it I'm on like 90s. I'm on Veganuary, so it's all sad. <laughs> it's not beefy. <laughs> it's making my mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> Tofu beefy. Um, you, what we're gonna do today is something we have never really done, uh, and and we're doing it because you won't let me buy you out. Yep, for a dollar. <laughs> for a dollar. No, that's actually true, but. <laughs> Uh, for our listeners who don't know, uh, you know, DC is a, uh, as we're going to try to demonstrate, a very uh, culturally it's diverse, and some might say scattershot. Uh, there is the original culture of like jazz, go go, uh, African American culture here, but because it's such a transient city, you have stuff like what you do, you're doing, Philip, like pop music. You have punk, you have indie rock, folk, country, bluegrass, all kinds of different stuff, and there isn't enough. Time, I think, necessarily for everybody to write about everything. Right. So this year, what we're doing is we're gonna like commit like one of these a month to just playing some tracks. We're gonna try to cover the gamut. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll see what happens at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so starting off with this stuff, I want to talk about Odd Mojo. Hmm. Now. This is how somebody, this is how, just say, a normal music fan can experience music. Uh, looking on the gram, the Instagram, something that, like, somebody my age is not necessarily versed in. Like, I get it. There's a lot more hashtags than on Twitter. Hmm. <laughs> uh, um, but but uh, there's also, it's evolved into, they have videos now that you can, and people doing it. And people use it a lot more than Twitter. Twitter is our preferred sort of outlet. We're scanning it. And uh, Sarah Curtin, a good friend of ours, runs Local Women Records. She's a solo artist. She plays with too many bands, like <laughs> so many bands. Uh, do you know her, Phil? Sarah? Uh, only from this podcast. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, my reputation. She uh, she has her own solo stuff. She is in Justin Jones' exquisite band. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in the Cowards Choir, which is your favorite band, or one of them. And yep. uh, and her and Maureen Andre are in uh, the sweater set, yep. which is still kicking. And they've been kicking around. I mean, that's old school yep. uh, DC. So I'm looking through Instagram, and I and I see uh, her her feed, and, and it's at our, our friend's venue, Songbird. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. What the fuck is this? Hmm. Turns out it's a 23-year-old uh, hip-hop artist, Mahogany Pearson, from Capitol Heights right here in Washington, D.C., uh, she is uh, sort of adjacent, I think, to the computer club. Jamal Gray could not be here today, but but uh, I know he is really hype on her. And uh, the thing that really hit me is is that she's doing this stuff. First of all, the room was packed. If you've seen the video, I'll see if I can find it. Room's packed. She's doing this stuff that is really reminiscent of like '90s hip hop, which is sort of like where I am in the jam. You know, we were just joking about Migos. That's not going to hit me. But if you sound like Diggable, <laughs> if you sound like Diggable Planets, like that is so. Uh, she just recently put out an EP. It's called Channel Yamojo, and this is the title track from that. It's a part of that day. It's a part of that mood. It's a part of the dream. It's a part of the food. It's a part of the talk. It's a part of the walk. It's a part of your thoughts. Probably riding your car, bumping to this. I know you wonder why you get screwed on this. I wonder why you think I ain't knew about this. I wonder why. I wonder why, cause, cause it's in the air, it's in the way you walk, it's in the way you talk, it's the food you eat, it's the people you see, day to day, then you go home, watch the TV, then you're strolling on your phone, let the government controls, hold up, please don't fold in this society, there's a riot happening behind me, behind me, behind me, cause it's in the air, it's in the food you eat, it's 
It's the walk you walk, it's the talk you talk, it's the It's the way you move, it's the shit you see, it's the uh, It's the police in the street 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 I know you're walking when you lean Cause you're drinking too much lean Now you wonder you a fiend You a fiend in a 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 You a cold liar You a cold liar You a cold liar Stop lying to yourself Stop lying to yourself uh, Get on some self-wealth uh, uh, Stop lying to yourself She's talking about, you know, this is an album about self-love, and she's talking about that, and she mentioned in that. And, and it certainly, I think, there's a rising movement of more, uh, I, I hesitate to call it emo rap, mm. but certainly getting very deep into the experience. Whereas hip-hop used to be the black CNN, and now it's sort of like the black, like, uh, Dr. Katz, uh, you know, really exploring the therapy side of it. But uh, the result is is that you have this remarkably talented person. You You asked... Who is producing it? It's a, it's a sort of a litany of producers on this. A lot yep. of people. Um, this looks like one person doesn't have her name, but uh, recorded, mixed, and mastered it. Um, but you have somebody who is just uh, picking up, um, tapping the talent around her, and being able to put out something that, like, if I didn't, if I if I heard this, I wouldn't know it was from DC. Yeah. Like because I don't necessarily think like especially in hip hop, there's a DC flavor yet. Yeah, there, there have been various flavors of DC hip hop. I feel like, and they've been influenced by like some of the people that have been big. Like for a while, Wale was the big thing, right? Mm -hmm. And well, there, there was a lot of rappers, that, stars, but like yeah, the the flow, the style. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't know that I've ever heard like oh, that's definitely DC, right? Maybe Goldlink. Yeah, see, and I was gonna say like yeah. I feel like that while that did not sound like Goldlink, I could feel like that would go well on a playlist with Goldlink, and I feel like. Yeah, uh, it's moody, moody rap is yeah, definitely where exactly. he fall. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like, I, I would very much appreciate a gold link influenced DC hip hop scene. Yeah, it's to, coming to to flourish. It's coming April and Vista. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I was thinking about them stuff too. like that. Yep, uh, and, awesome. and yeah, with her, yeah, she like I said, this show was sold the fuck out. That's great. And um, as she's coming up and doing these shows like that, you, I mean, you can't get. 15 indie rock kids into a room these days sometimes <laughs> yeah. I, i'm serious i mean i'm just how many people were at the north country show like not shitting on it no, like it was just no, like was family was friends 50 yeah, yeah yeah probably yeah and gypsy salaries is a bigger venue but you know it was it, so yeah yeah but you have a community like understanding that this is made in the community and we got to show up for it yep you yep. have to show up for it so odd mojo uh all these that we're going to be talking about links are going to be in the show notes to uh to them so you can buy them mm -hmm. hopefully i prefer that but you can stream them some of them uh, i think aren't going to be on streaming services i know one of yours might not fill it but but let's get to one of yours that is uh tell me about reed appleseed reed appleseed runs uh the best damn open mic in dc and that is exactly what it's called it's the boundary stone open mic um in Which bloomingdale is the best damn bar that is my I don't go to bars. That's, yeah. that's the only bar I go to. <laughs> Dude, that's so you probably know Reed. He's one of the bartenders there. Uh, he runs this open mic 
and it is, you know, for anyone, I've been to a lot of open mics and a lot of open mics in DC and they, the host ref, like w- sets the mood. They, they'll set the tone. He is so into it. Um, and then on top of that, if you talk with him, he has a pretty average speaking voice, mm-hmm. but when he opens his mouth, it's like, and I, I know this is weird cause they're, you know, topping the pops right now, but it's like Portugal, the man, it's really high. It's a, a really high falsetto or just his range is just out of this world. And, uh, and it's sort of, uh, really takes you out, uh, like of the room. You don't even, I, I've seen him perform solo. Um, I honestly, I've probably, because of the open mic, I've probably seen him play like 40 times this year. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I'm there every week and nice. he's he kicks it off and I've seen him, but I've also seen him at venues with his band. Yeah. Uh, and they're really solid, but it doesn't, he just needs a guitar. Um, and sometimes he picks up the electric, sometimes he picks up the acoustic. Um, what I like about this song is that, well, the melody was stuck in my head for most of 2017, um, the, the main line. And it really, it reflects his personality because if you listen to lyrics, He's basically just going off on a tangent and then riding that. Like, that's all, like, the first mm-hmm. verse is just him sort of pointing something out about boxes and then just totally getting lost in his thoughts. And that's so read. It's, like, very, it's, it's very They Might Be Giants. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's a great uh, comparison. He he's His lyric style is very interesting and fanciful. And, yeah, it's it's fun. And he's a fun guy, so it reflects his personality. and. Um, I mean, this, the, that main hook will just get stuck in your head forever. And, you know, I think the, the DIY ethic or whatever, the whole thing is pretty tired at this point, but he does it what, like he's the real deal. Like he really, he set up this whole open mic and he just, he does it all himself and it's not like a front, you know? to, to that point, like, yeah. I, I won't even claim credit for this quote, although I say it a lot, like, life is DIY, yeah. people. Like, it just, life is DIY. Yeah. Um, but, Paul, have you heard this? Nope, let's hear it. Excellent, let's hear it. Uh, here you go, Boxes and Boxes from Reed Appleseed. This is from this, uh, he has an album and an EP, right? It's an EP, it came out in November, nice. I think. This yeah, or December. EP. All right, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, that is uh, – I'm a big alt-country fan, and that's what they're labeled as. And I think that skews a little towards pop. And when, when I heard it, yeah. and like you said, the wandering lyrics, that reminds me a little bit of They Might Be Giants, but it's certainly not in that. Right, right. right. But, but it is like a nice little diversion that I don't hear a lot uh, in the music being made in the city. And like we know, yeah. we know people come here from all over the place. But look, the city—I mean, how long have you been here, Phil? Uh, I've lived in this area in the DMV for fifth, sixteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been here ten. You've been here how many? Like I grew up here, and then I, like here, as an yeah. adult, I've been here for like twenty. Yeah. Years. So, so I mean, it, it, it certainly there. There's a certain um, I hesitate to say personality, sure. but like that that acclimates to this and understands like what the city is. Yeah. And you know, when I was living in Richmond. That's the stuff I would expect in Richmond because yeah. there's a little more country. There's a little more like magical realism type stuff. Yeah, totally. And and to hear that now come happening like here and to know that it's Reed, I I, I didn't put that together. Yeah, <laughs> um, is is kind of amazing that that that's happening. And the great thing, I totally agree. It sounds a lot like a Richmond track. He's it's just this little microcosm at Boundary Stone. If you're when you're there. It feels like the it, it like such an appropriate vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a local bar on a corner in sort of a sleepy part of town, and like there's just this awesome music happening yeah. all the time. We, and and that's, we, it makes sense. Every Thanksgiving Eve, we're there for uh, yeah for uh, last waltz. Yeah, exactly. What what night of the week is the open mic? Uh, it's, it's Monday night, and right. it's gotten so big. I've been going. So I used to live in Bloomingdale. Uh, we recently moved, but, um, and it used to like, I used to like roll up at 10 and I would, I would start playing and I would easily be like on at 10, 30, 11 and it would go late into the night, but it's gotten so big that now it's like, you got to get there earlier. It usually starts around nine, um, right. but it's great. And you know, it, it's a really diverse group of musicians. And the, one of the unspoken rules is that anyone can get up and start playing with anyone at any time. Yeah, see, it's insane. And, it's and crazy. That, that, that is so. And, and uh, for our, our DC friends and listeners, that is something that is so not DC. No. But if you get, but if you go down to Richmond, for yeah. example, or any other town, totally. you absolutely will see that. Right. You know, there, there's the the uh, rest in peace, the Iota open mic, and rest in yeah. peace, Iota. Period. Shout out to Alex. But you know, it was very much a showcase for a lot of people coming through and and doing it. Like you get on stage, you do your thing, and you do. I've played that open mic. Yeah. Uh, there's video out there. I, I dare anybody to look it up. But, I played it too, and I played it before there was internet video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was a song about my dead cat that I was telling you about, oh. and uh, and uh, yeah, we sucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But uh, but it's out there. But yeah, uh, that that is happening um, at, at one of my favorite places. Like I love it because it yeah. feels like Wisconsin. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. Uh, but uh, it is, uh, you know. And once they did that expansion, it's yeah. good. it's good. So it's what great. I'm saying yeah. is. Go down there. Now that I know that happens every Wednesday. Monday. I, I, Monday? Monday nights. Oh. I might have said Wednesday. Actually, you know Mondays. what? Iota was Wednesday. This Iota was yeah. Wednesday, yeah. And that, they Wednesday. moved to Roadside, right? Yeah. The other nice thing about um, Boundary Stone, you get three songs. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a jam band there this week. They played for like 25 minutes. <laughs> and I wanted to be like, bros, you on don't the, get that the first long. Song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The first song. And I was like, all right, come on. You get three songs, but it's relative. We try to give it to 15, well, 10, you, man, 15 minutes. Monday is, Monday is my night after like prepping for the week on, on Saturday and Sundays where I just don't do shit. Yeah. So now I have a choice. I there can sit go. here and fucking play Witcher 3 or I can come down and be social and do that. So I think I'm going to... This is how like big of a part of my life it is. I often on the weekend will think, let's take an easy night. Let's make this like, I won't drink too much. <laughs> so that on Monday I can go to the yeah. best damn open mic and like have a good nice. time. Awesome, but yeah. Uh, well, cool. So he he he's got a new EP out, Mr. Vodra. What are you bringing to the table here? So I'm bringing uh, just the song that would not get out of my head in 2017. Uh, this is Confetti by All the Best Kids. This is like a 10 piece, uh, big ensemble. They got brass, they got keys, they got guitars, drums, uh, female vocals, male raps. 
Um, <laughs> there's so much going on in this. Have you song. had him on the Millennium stage? Uh, I have not, and that seems like a yeah. no-brainer, mm. right? Right? Yeah, it's got to happen. And they yeah. dress so well live. Yeah, their costumes are amazing. Yeah, always thinking that. Yeah. Always thinking the theatrics. <laughs> yes, I love. I love <laughs> with when the uh, MJ and his orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah MJ and his orchestra. Yeah, they definitely dressed up. I love it when a band dresses up. Cody Valentine, the main yeah. uh, rapper in All the Best Kids, often wears a silver jumpsuit. And uh, he's very spacey and out there. So All right. The song is fantastic. All right, let's hear the fucking track. I, I'm excited because I haven't hear, heard this. Nice, nice. So here we go. Excited. Nice. Yeah, man, that is like when I think about DC, I, I think of it is as this cultural, like not even a mixing mold. It's a mess, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> but it, but it's great because like more so we've been over the seat of power type of thing, but more so than that, all this is where all people have to come together. Mm-hmm. To, shit gets done. Yep. I mean, clearly what we got, well, we got a bunch of like old white dudes in Congress now, so. <laughs> That's why that doesn't work. But something like that sounds yep. like so many different parts of the city, so many different parts of and, – and not it's not go-go at all. Nope. But it is – it is – feels like, okay, you're in this ex, like intensely multicultural mm-hmm. uh, city, and they're doing it all. Yeah, I love it. I love that they mixed the rap in there with the pop and the like the marching band drums. They made a music video for that song, and they went to the Funk Parade and yeah. shot the video <laughs> awesome. at the Funk Parade, which I think is just <laughs> absolutely perfect. And they're just sort of roaming through the streets and lighting off fireworks. And uh, yeah, so such a fun, That's it's great. just fun I'm, pop music. I, I am going to like seek them out on like yep. when they're playing. Yep. Because this is like, because, you know, a lot of the music that we talk about usually in this podcast is we, we get into like the deep criticism of it and have conversations about how it affects. Yep. 
like the culture and people and politics and all that stuff. But this is like pure just joy. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I've said on this podcast before, being down here, that that you guys are, are album guys, and I'm more yeah. of a more of a singles guy. Yeah, I, I I listen to albums and I love albums, but sometimes they feel like homework or like I really got to dig in <laughs> in a way. And I have I have a playlist on Spotify that I call Paul's Driving Home Playlist, and I put like all the big pop and dance and like high energy songs for when I've been out late seeing a show and I got to <laughs> yeah. drive home and I need like the extra energy yeah. to get me all That's the way home. Man. And that song's the first song on that playlist. That's Hells, great. Yes, that, that is great. Uh, <laughs> thank you for bringing that, dude. You're welcome, man. That's fucking awesome. I'm going to play a track that we have been talking about. This is my turn. Yep. Uh, this is a band that you, uh, again, back to the gram, uh, it is is something that didn't cross uh, my radar necessarily. I, I don't get out as much as I should. I guess maybe if I did, I would have I would have noticed that, this band. But uh, you kept posting about shit about light beams. <sighs> Uh, you and uh, Lindsay, mm-hmm. uh, or and and how and this I think plays into the theatrics that you enjoy. Uh, this is uh, let me see if I can bring up my notes here. You know, this band is an amalgamation of a couple beloved, like Puff Pieces being one of them, DC punk bands. Uh, just in case you thought we were going to ignore that whole sector, we're not. <laughs> uh, but but uh, back in 2015, Justin Moyer, uh, Salmon. Or Sam N uh, with uh, Cornell West theory, who's also man, they're good. They're so good, they're mm-hmm. so, good. so fucking good, and they're so they're DC as fuck. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, they're DC as fuck. But uh, and then added uh, Arthur Knoll, and doing this, what I I think if you're in it, you might like this is experimental and stuff. Or but it's but if you're looking at it from the outside, it it captures like the energy of. Uh, like really early, like James Murphy, what he was doing with yep. LCD sound huh. system captures a New York sound. Uh, it's definitely has uh, the outrage that you expect in some pop music, but not always. I mean, it's, it's danceable. Mm-hmm. Like that's a thing. And, and when you're in Philip, you might be able to test this. You've got to put on a show, man. Like if you got to give them something to you watch, you got to give them something to watch. If you're going yeah. and, and there's so many ways you can do it. You guys do suits. Uh, some people do lasers. That's what that's talking about. Andrew Grossman. Yeah, rock yep. lasers, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> he fucking like brings it. But uh, but these guys, yeah, apparently, and they and they haven't been playing in big venues at all. A lot of house shows and stuff. Yep. But yep. But I heard uh, this one track and it made me laugh uh, for multiple reasons, mainly because <laughs> mainly because kind of fuck PJ Harvey. <laughs> but they were kind of like fuck BJ Harvey. Uh, so, so I'm gonna play Grow Part Two, and you guys tell me what you think about it.
right, so that track itches my early 2000s, like, dance, indie, rock mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. In a way, and, and I've talked to you uh, over G-Chats about this a lot, Paul. It's there are there are idioms and there are forms and stuff and, and, and that just work. We know the rules, right? And yep. you know this, Philip, as a guy that's pop. Mm-hmm. You know the rules, and there's stuff to make it work. And the stuff that ends up lasting, I think, breaks the rules. But at the same time, you have to you have to be able to get there before you can do that. And that's so fucking close to just being like that is that is classic. Yeah, like that that is classic. It's eternal. You you're never gonna be able to put that on and and and. You can put it on ten years from now and be like, I get it. Yeah. I know I know where it is. Uh which is the signs of just remarkable like artistry. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Moyer has been a DC musician for a really long time. He was uh his former like solo slash band uh was called Edie Sedgwick. Um and they put out a few <laughs> a few really great uh like records, um, played some great shows. He is he is a really exciting performer to watch live. Um, he's very idiosyncratic. Yeah. Um, and and he, he he does some weird stuff on stage, but when he's performing, it's just amazing. I have tried. You know, I don't. I'm not much of a concert photographer. I don't have a nice camera. I just have my iPhone, <laughs> and I I always try to get pictures of uh, bands. And Justin is a very hard guy to take a picture <laughs> of because he is flailing around a lot. He's playing percussion. He's triggering samples. He's like moving up, moving down. It's like Tom some York. of those photos are the best. I do not like like Photoshop after stuff. Yeah, but the, some of the thing about some of the best rock and roll photos you've seen, somebody's like face is like tearing off because yep, right, yeah. Yeah, because the the aperture just wasn't open That's enough. Crazy. Yep, and it drags stuff, and that and that it captures the very essence of yes. rock and roll. I do try to get some energy in my photos yeah. when I post them on Instagram. So, yeah. yeah, and that guy like as soon as, if you can get one that's like clear enough to understand what's going on, then you definitely get the energy from from the photos. Yeah, of Justin for sure. Um, since we had some people like drop out of this now. <laughs> Uh, I, I, Philip, I'm going to put you on the spot here, please, because I, I know you had one other track, but uh, and I said going into this, we're not going to play the tracks of the people, yeah. that uh, we are, but we're going to play one of your tracks. Woo. Oh, hey, the Broke Royals, uh, because because here's the thing, uh, you know, I know, and, and actually, Mauricio was out at a show of yours, yeah, he and was, fucking and fucking <laughs> loved it. Oh, good. He, I mean, that guy's the best, and yes. we've been, we actually have a bunch of mutual friends, which is great, but he was at a company event. And he's so uh, like a moth to the flame. He can't help it. There was a concert next door and he just left his company happy hour because he wanted to come see yeah. the show next door. <laughs> like, yeah, he he wasn't planning on it. He just was like, I can't stay away. So he just walked over to sound. I, I, we boi- I call that Boylan syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Bob would be fine. That's he, hilarious. Bob, yeah, yeah. Bob is fine. He knows, yeah. he knows right. he infected this and it, and it really works through people in DC when you, there's a culture of people in DC that are out at every show, regardless yeah. of what the fuck is happening. Totally, and it's great. It's it 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 keeps like the blood pumping. I think through this city, yeah. uh, and Bob is out at every. And show. And they speak very honestly about those are the guys that are just in the yeah. back, arms crossed, <laughs> and they're because they've been there like six other days, like yeah, that week. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That was good. It was, and they so, just like tell you so honestly when you get off stage, like, oh, okay, thanks, man. <laughs> so, so, so tell us about Broke Royals. Uh, sure. give, give Give us the bullet points, the brief rundown here. Yeah, we met in college. Uh, it's Colin Cross and I are the founding members. Um, we've played with a rotating cast, but Ben Wilson, our guitarist, has been with us for a while now. Um, I think you're going to play Higher. Is that right? That is right. That's right. Okay, so Higher. Can you see that far? What the fuck? I can see into the future, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a crystal ball. Um, and... So Higher is a song that was the lead single from our album that came out in November. Um, we got to play it literally in the air on a Southwest Airlines flight. <laughs> um, it's called a Live at 35 series. People have their opinions about it. Uh, but I really appreciated the opportunity. It was fun. Um, I've never been so nervous in my life. I right. don't love flying. Oh, geez. and I love, But I do love performing. Uh, but <laughs> apparently when you mix that, cocktail together i become the most nervous sweaty person in the entire world um anyways they were great they sent out a camera crew they followed us around made like a little mini documentary um which is online and um we did not write the song for that um i actually like to talk about this song because uh this song is sort of 
I'm aware the chorus says, uh, I, I can take you higher. I will take you higher. And I'm aware of the Creed uh, reference there. <laughs> but I'm also aware of the Bruce Springsteen reference yeah. is more uh, what I hope people uh, latch on to. But it was a song sort of about, like, I had some ideas of, like, it when I was younger of, like, oh, if this girl would just date me, I could, like, make life great for both of us. And and it was very misguided. Um, but misguided people need songs, too. And, and I thought it would be sweet that, to write dude, a love song dude, to my younger that, self. That is the yeah. basis of all 80s, like, yeah. love yeah. songs. We're going to do some for Valentine's Day. But really, yeah. in 70s, it was the show. Right. But, like, something like I Can Make You Feel Something. Or right. Like it, and and uh, something we'll talk about after we play it that I, maybe you considered or maybe you didn't. Uh, it's also country. Oh, yeah. We're so, a very folk-heavy band. Okay. Like, so, we're a folk band disguised as a pop synth well, band. We're, we're going to yeah. talk about that. So, yeah. so let's, let's play the track now. Uh, this is Higher from Brooke Royals. You think you're gone, but you're not so low, yeah, you're not so far away. I've been the one when the money's spent and your head's under I'm just waiting for your call, but it's not gonna come at all. Higher, higher. Yeah, so higher, uh, whether you hear it on an airplane or not, <laughs> it's, it's going to be good. I I don't know how much you've listened to us talk about country. Me, Marcus, who couldn't also be here, and Eduardo, um, but we uh, we went in on Florida Georgia Line, like to <laughs> as everyone should. <laughs> yes, everyone. No, no, but it was no, it was good because it's a celebration. You know, I, I mentioned earlier in this discussion about. Uh, knowing the form, knowing the craft and stuff. Sure. And this is why country succeeds is because all those people know 
exactly the boundaries. And they, they yeah. know what they have to do. Like there's this higher standard of like you can't just go out and make a noise. You have to go out and make a noise that fits this. Right. If you – if I heard that song uh, with uh, Gunnar Scott on Nashville singing it, yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. it's it's country – I don't know if it's country has gone to pop or pop has gone to country or like where that in between is. But it's certainly like working in the avenue of just – like expert craftsmanship. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, you... The, yeah, I mean we, uh, if you come to the best damn open mic, you'll hear me alone um, playing it on an acoustic guitar. And that's how it started. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are often very surprised when they hear that. And then they listen to us on Spotify or Apple music or whatever. Right. Um, they're like, wow, that's really different. Um, we talked about how it was a very long process getting this music out. Um and I wrote that song like two years ago, and I was obsessed with Migos at the time. And there's trap <laughs> drums in there. I mean, they're like, yeah. I told our drummer, the other founding member, Colin. I was like, listen, man, I we just I got to put these in. Like, I just need these hi hats in there. Like, it's and it's weird, but that's what I love about it. It's like it's a it's a marriage of two opposite genres, um, and I think that's yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's where we like to reside. So, so yeah. good job, sir. Good Thank job, you. sir. Appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Verdra, since we uh are ripping you off, you get the last word here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, told that I needed to pick a second song, and I did so very quickly. Uh, and we're going to hear now a um, really great song by Chop Teeth featuring Head Rock. This is a song called DC Vote. It's from their most recent album, Bone Reader, that came out last fall. Uh, Chop Teeth are an Afrobeat band. I guess I picked bands that are really big. Uh, there's like 13 <laughs> or 14 people in Chop Teeth. Uh, no, that's good. Yeah, I like a big band. Um, Chop Teeth have been around forever. I saw them more than 10 years ago for the first time. Wow. Uh, but it's been a really long time since they put out a new album. Um, and I was very surprised that it had been so long because I've just been playing them and i you know whenever i get to dj i always spin a chop teeth song because yeah, they're so sure. much fun sure. um that filakuti kind mm. of um vibe um but this particular song like brings some of the dc elements into it which i really love you got the the go-go uh conga style drums and of course the topic is something that everybody yeah. should know about if yes. they don't already yeah this is kind of a perfect song to end this on <laughs> yeah um, indeed guys we don't have representation all y'all fucking worried about congress we don't i mean we care but like oh yeah who gives a (laughs) you didn't send anybody there yep so yeah this is and it features uh head rock who is the mayor of dc hip-hop he is Um, he's also the angriest guy (laughs) yeah uh, you were were talking about like the cnn of uh of hip-hop earlier Yeah. yeah like this guy has definitely got a lot to say and he wants you to make sure that you have heard him uh, and not to necessarily have a good time, but you know, come out educated. Yeah. And, and, and more importantly, like you should listen to the opinion of educated, you know, observers. Yeah, yeah. Even, like, the people to, that to, live to, here to, and yeah, yeah. like are, yeah, are really making this known. I I love I love that they made this track. And and Afrobeat has a long history of you know political statements. You know, oh, for when, sure. when it started in Africa. Um, there was, you know, a lot of stuff that they were talking about then, um, about politics and whatnot. So, uh, a lot of the songs that Chop Teeth do are, are similarly, uh, political yeah. and, uh, yeah, we, they're right as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Pull good. to it. Yep. Uh, let's hear the track now. Uh, you got, uh, DC Vote featuring, uh, my man Headrot and here you go. Wanna hit you to a travesty. Cause there's a blot on our democracy When the good people of D.C. Keep paying for a house where they can't get a seat It's a real-time tragedy A hard knock on our democracy When the good people of D.C. Keep sending money to a Senate where they can't buy a seat Taxation without representation News 250 years old and still breaking Cause D.C. has no congressman To represent the people and D.C. has no senator To represent the people When all they really want is to represent the people So enough shame for politics Represent the people And what's it going to take for D.C. to represent people making noise and politicians making sense. Shouldn't matter which side you're on, no, you just gotta know right from wrong. No more lip service to democracy. You give D.C. the vote immediately. It shouldn't matter which side you're on, no, you just gotta know right from wrong. No more lip service to democracy. You give D.C. the vote immediately. Yeah. 
great state of Wyoming knows what it's about. They got two in the Senate, plus one in the House, with a population that's about 50,000. Less than a living in D.C. right now. 206,664 is the number of votes for D.C.'s Eleanor. 206,664, only 15% in the House, one more. So why is Holmes Norton still a delegate? No more seat in the room without a vote on the floor. Should have matter which side you're on, no. You just gotta know right from wrong. No more lip service to democracy. Give DC the vote immediately. Yeah. It shouldn't matter which side you're on. You just gotta know right from wrong. No more lip service to democracy. Give DC the vote immediately. Free DC to live it, let me show you how, right. put on your slippers, grab your bathrobe, and meet me out on Pennsylvania Avenue, Joe, by the Capitol, sisters, bring your girlfriends, fellas, tell them brothers we about to win, yeah, we can't wait another minute, 50 other states got it, it's our time to get it, Come on. in the Diamond District, time to take a stand, uh-huh. Chocolate City, good night, respect your demands, you statehood for D.C. is quite pivotal, what we working with now, y'all, is hypocritical, yeah, the lack of representation makes the capital the disgrace of the nation, uh-huh. these are some serious Times we're like facing. We bust the loose form of this plantation. Wanna hit me to a travesty? Cause there's a blot on our democracy. When the good people of DC keep paying for a house where they can't get a seat. It's a real time tragedy. A hard knock on our democracy. When the good people of DC keep sending money to the Senate where they can't buy a seat. Free DC Just gotta know right from wrong. No more lip service to democracy. I give DC the vote immediately. It shouldn't matter which side you're on. You just gotta know right from wrong. No more lip service to democracy. I give DC the vote immediately. There you go. Hey, now you know. Give DC the vote. You know that representation. Again, when I think of what DC music could be and where it's going, it is a lot of that. Mm. It is embracing, you know, I, I've been looking into a lot of like Ethiopian jazz. Yep. Which is going to show up on, on like, this is going to be a monthly installment and it's going to show up on, on episodes like that. But that you can, if a venue, we have a lot of friends at venues, if a venue uh, booker or owner is listening, if you just book them like every Thursday night for a month mm, and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that collaboration, I don't, um, you know, who knows how that came about, but I want to hear more of that sort of thing. I want to hear more of yeah. like, here's the Afrobeat band getting together with the mayor of DC hip hop to tell us about DC voting rights, you yeah. know, like, yes, I want more <laughs> of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually putting your politics like up front and center, which is something I always advocate for. Yep. Like, yeah. I'm like, we're here. I mean, it, it, it I referenced this at the beginning, you know, but people who have been here a while, people who were born here, it's a, it's, I've come to realize it is a sort of a rare breed of person. Like it's, we don't have representation, but we're very like prideful about our city, about this Mm -hmm. little bit of space that we're in. (laughs) It is a pretty important bit of space, you know, there's a lot of great stuff that goes on. There is, there is, but it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's like, the opposite of Poltergeist 2. 
<laughs> so they built it over an Indian. Explain. Ba- it, yeah, they built it over an Indian burial, burial ground, and like things went to shit. Right. And the guys all like, "You, I gotta die." But this is this is more like it, it's built on like just literally the history, the the heart of our country. And even though it's dirty and black right now, uh, it, on some points, there's a there's a vibration. I think that all of us in this room feel like living here. Mm-hmm. That's why why we're still here. Yep. I think it's also interesting. I mean, I don't watch a lot of cable news, uh, but it's weird to be talked about all the time by people who don't know anything about you, you know, and it's, it's abusive. It's, uh, you know, a microaggression almost like it it hurts to be like, you know, and, and what they're doing in DC right now is so wrong. And it's like, that just, to my ears, it always sounds so harsh, you know? Mm Because you don't know what's happening in DC. You do know you know the people who are in and out, and yeah, for sure, and and all that. And and I think those of us who've lived here for a long time treat it. We we take that uh, to heart, and we want to we want to prove that it's wrong. You know that this song that song totally yeah embodies <laughs> yeah. that. You know we love a vote. Yeah, like, uh, a, yeah, Muriel. <laughs> since I know Angie, since I know you're listening, like <laughs> we, let's get us a vote. But. Uh, but yeah, it is. I, I mean, I loved Richmond. I grew up in the South. I, I love the romanticism mm-hmm. of the city. But this, the romanticism of this town, is uh, at times like it's just intoxicating to think that like you can affect so much change. You can like my lady like basically fixed education until they tear it apart. Hmm. Like that's and these are the people that you meet and the people that are going to be making art, yeah. the people that are around you. And it's not going to be in L.A. It's not going to be in New York. And more importantly, it's totally understandable if you go to those places. Like, I don't know yeah. what Burke Royals is going to do. Like, it, you know, is that more an L.A. type of vibe? Because definitely. Yeah. But we're a D.C. band and that means yeah. a lot to us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, when bands that maybe are stretching the boundaries end up going somewhere else like L.A. or New York, then you're sort of taking that boundary pushing out of D.C., and Mm -hmm. we need more of that. But, of course, I don't fault bands that want to take their whole business of making music to the next level by going to somewhere like L.A. or New York or Nashville. So, and, And I love the ones that decide to stay here because they love it here. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a great Tom Petty quote. He's like, nobody's from LA. Where are you actually from? <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing quote. Somebody watch. It's yeah. so, it's <laughs> R.I.P. Tom Petty. <laughs> but, but yeah, but, but I mean, to that point, it's a city where, where we can have people, like when we eulogize Tom Petty, we have the, uh, one of the main curators of the National uh, Museum of African American History and Culture, and her mom, who's a sitting senator, in Wisconsin, state senator singing Tom Petty songs. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't like this is the culture of the city is like people here are uh, capable of goofy things like that, but also capable of creating uh, immensely uh, satisfying and immensely challenging art. Because all art doesn't have to be challenging, right? Mm. I, I am not challenged <laughs> by your song, Philip. <laughs> we like to uh, just slide right into yeah. that. It's like, oh, yeah. it feels like I've heard this before. And, it's and that's perfectly and, and nice. It's amazing. And, yeah. and it's why, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so like I said, this is going to be going on uh, once a month now going forward. Uh, you guys are welcome back whenever you want. I mean, you just ring me up. <laughs> you, you all know where I live. <laughs> yep. uh, but uh, despite, despite our... Uh, our cancellations and life <laughs> happens and shit. I think, I think we did it. I think yeah, we ran it. Yeah. So you guys good with it? Right on. I'm good. All right. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out. Big thanks to Paul and Philip for hanging out. Uh, really good time talking with those guys. We talked a little bit after about some uh, some stuff we might have in the works, some uh, some live show stuff that we might have in the works, and uh, and uh, maybe get excited for that. I'm getting excited for it. We'll see if we can pull it off. We're all busy as hell, but 
seems like it seems like the time is now the, the strike while the iron is hot so let's get it done um you know uh, those tracks that you just heard like i said all the information is going to be down in the show notes how you get more from those people i have been explore, exploring the uh, all the best kids because it's it slays uh that is rad i can't wait to figure out when they're playing again and see them and maybe i'll see you like at a show uh, also mentioned in the in the podcast is you talked about the open mic night at boundary stone and the, no kidding like that is uh, I'm not a bar person, and that is one of my favorite bars. Philip is there, I guess, every Monday. Uh, I might start showing up there. I might even get up there and play. But if you play, uh, follow the link in the show notes and uh, get down there. Show off. Good at your music. You need to share with the world. As as Phil Cook famously said, don't keep it a secret. It's the key um, to getting this world moving right along. And uh, speaking of moving right along, that is it for this episode of Chunky Less of the Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us in iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a rating or a message there. You can always reach out to us directly, too, for that at uh, podcast at chunkyglasses.com. Uh, if you send that, that goes directly to me. I will answer any questions you have, like one that you might be asking right now. Like, hey, Kevin, you didn't play any go-go on that. And it's like, that's why we're doing this every month. So we can uh, we, we want to get a breadth, uh, sort of scope of all the stuff going on. And I guarantee you next month is going to be uh, go-go and jazz heavy. And it's going to be it's going to be rad. Uh, we're already planning it, so we already know a lot of what we're going to be playing. But uh, you can also listen to us in the meantime on Google Play, Cloud, Stitcher. You can uh, listen to us on Spotify now. That's kind of rad. Uh, we're up there on Spotify for all you kids who are streaming the music. And... Um, and you can always listen to us on the site at www.chunkyglass.com, which if you go there, you're going to see the amazing work of uh, Matt Condon, Mauricio Castro, and now Avery Junius out there, literally. Uh, one of them is out there every night of the week uh, covering live music and not just photos. Photos are great, people, and, and it's nice. And I know the, the gram has, has sort of sort of taken away our, our, our need or desire to read, but they're uh, they're cranking out. Uh, some really good commentary on uh, on the best shows that are happening in this town, local and national touring bands. They they do it all, uh, so check them out there. Uh, we're gonna be back on Thursday with a real special episode. Dixie Chicks Wide Open Spaces, I believe, has turned twenty, and uh, and so myself, Eduardo, and Marcus Dowling will be talking about that. And it's a wild conversation. Uh, it starts off pretty good, but it it, it gets into some uh, places that we did not expect, and hopefully, you're gonna love that. So. As always, we would be remiss if we did not thank our podcast host, Pippa. They, uh, if you go to Pippa.io, you have an idea for a podcast. They can hook you up for a small fee. They will host the podcast. They will get you on iTunes, get you on all the platforms that you want to be on, give you the tools you need. The, the metrics are amazing. And, uh, and look, they're not paying us to do like these ads. This is We switched over at the beginning of last year, and it has been nothing but smooth sailing. And, and they're uh, so responsive and, and so genuinely care about promoting people who are, who are trying to do something good, put something, uh, you know, some good discussions into the world. So go over there at Pippa.io. And also, the music you hear underneath right now uh, is done by Mr. Jamal Gray of Uptown Art House. Uh, go there, support them, uh, preferably with money. You can do that. I'll put a link in the show notes for that. Um, but this is under the name Aquatic Gardener. You can find it on Bandcamp. And you can uh, you can buy it there. It's an amazing. It's a three song EP. It's amazing, and uh, and Jamal's amazing. So so thanks to him. And with that, we are out of here. We'll talk to you in a few short days. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. Talk to you soon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi!